Greetings, servant leaders. Welcome to the Servants Council podcast, the place where listeners come to learn and grow their servant leadership style. Our aim is to encourage, educate, and empower present and future generations to become servant leaders and build healthy, lasting communities. I am your host, Joe Gross Jr. If you're jumping in with us now, we have discussed the first six behaviors of a servant leader and their impact on the environment around us. In today's episode, we will discuss the seventh domain known as foresight. Joining me in today's episode is my friend and brother, Jerry St. Pierre. So let's jump on in, family. Jerry, how are you doing today, brother? I'm honored to be here. Doing great. All right. All right. I appreciate that, brother. I appreciate you uh, cutting some time, man. I know you were very busy, busy individual. Um, if you wouldn't mind, if you would uh, introduce yourself to our listeners. I'm Jerry St. Pierre. I'm active duty Air Force. I serve as a chaplain. I own a property management company in Georgia. Uh, I'm happily married of 21 years now with three kids. Uh, I lead an organization called the St. Pierre Alliance, where we we provide scholarships and performance coaches to students rising from adversity. And I also host a podcast currently called the Life and Money Coach Podcast. Uh, there is a strong possibility that's going to be rebranded and renamed early next year. I'm just waiting for my attorney to finish doing her work before I do it. So, but that's me, Jerry St. Pierre. Oh, man. Well, thank you, brother. Thank you for introducing yourself to the Servants Council. Uh, our listeners will. We'll get some more information here soon, man, but I appreciate that. Um, so for my listeners out there, one, let me uh, go ahead and apologize. I know y'all wanted it, uh, or I said I would have it out uh, last week. Um, I know today is the ninth in Japan, but um, I had Jerry join us today because he's a friend of mine that I've witnessed exercise this domain of the servant leadership style called foresight, right? And he utilizes this to help others um, help others and then the communities worldwide, right? So we met each other during uh, 2RL, right? During the coach coaching session and us getting our coaching certification. And I was just blown away by what Jerry does. So in our last Thank episode, you. if you guys have been following us, um, we talked about the power of conceptualization with Amy King and how that skill helps us prepare for the future. However, if I really want to properly conceptualize, be able to paint a picture, I've got to have foresight. So in our academic portion of the of today's show, um, we must note that foresight demands leaders to understand the past, engage the future, and remove their blinders to develop creativity. Greenleaf, of course, y'all know, right? Servant Leadership called this a better-than-average guess about what will happen in the future. He said that it begins with a state of, may, of mind of about now, right, or being present. He further explained that when we note the present moment, of the clock time is intense focus connected to what has gone on and will happen in the future. He calls this uh preescence. I'm probably saying that wrong, right? But the, but the person who has this skill, this sort of moving average mentality in the past, present, and future are all one. It's all put together. And it's like he has a whole bunch of moving clocks and the process, process continues. So if I was to really break it down, I would say that Foresight is the ability to foresee the likely outcome of a situation. Um, it can be hard to define, but easy to identify. And that's how what uh, Dr. Patterson says. Foresight is a characteristic that enables those who are servant leaders to understand the lessons of the past, 
realities of the present and the likely consequence of a decision in the future. So therefore, if I want to have foresight, it's the ability to predict what is coming based on what's occurring and what has happened in the past. And then servant leaders hold themselves accountable for any failures to anticipate what reasonably could be foreseen and to act on that understanding. So ultimately, servant leaders utilize this characteristic proactively while they have the freedom to not yeah, freedom to act, not resulting in them reacting to immediate situations. So I utilize this skill um, mm. so I don't have to react. It's all as much as possible I can plan it, right? So mm. with that, with our academic portion done there, I'm Jerry, man. So let me ask, right? Like, how did you develop the skill? You just said, you know, you had your business. Um, you also have the coaching that you're, you're that you're providing for for students, right? And academics. So like, how have you developed this skill? You know, as I'm listening to you talk about the conceptualization piece and then the foresight piece, the way I look at it in my life, because I have done and I'm still doing this very thing. That's why I'm going to be rebranding because um, that the podcast by renaming it and getting it more in alignment with what the concept is. So the conceptualization, if I were to think about that, you know, I love to talk about my head, heart, and hand alignment. So pulling out from my heart, well, let, let me let me put it this way. The goal of the leader and the servant leader is to create something that impacts others. So and and if done well, it in my mind at least, it's when I can take something that's deep in my heart and then hold it in my hands. Hmm. Okay. So now it's a reality, it's a thing right? Mm -hmm. It's out there and others can interact with it. The St. Pierre Alliance, Cozy Properties in North Georgia, right. the the podcast that's going to be rebranded and what we're building with that over the 2024 year. So it's the ability to clear. So first, so let's go with the mindset. Let's go with headspace. Mm -hmm. The headspace has to go into the heart and wrestle with what's there to conceptualize it. Okay. So that's the first part. So my mind is wrestling with what's in my heart to what should be the case. Let me illustrate with the same pair alliance. So my wife and I for years have talked about how we wanted to uh, provide uh, provide scholarships for students to go into college. I said, I can't wait till I retire. I want to be able to scholarship kids going to college because they have people do it for me and impacted my life. So it was something that was in my heart. It sped up by about a decade, because I'm not mm -hmm. retired, not even close, by about a decade through uh, meeting with someone and just sharing that vision with him. He said, why are you waiting? And I thought, why am I waiting? That's a good question. And mm -hmm. so it kind of spawned me going inward to my heart and say, well, what is this thing? Right. And so as I begin to act on it now, so I went in from my mind into my heart. What is this thing? I understood what it was. I want to make a difference in college kids' lives and I wrestle with it. What did that look like for me? Well, people came into my life to encourage and help me and mentor me and kind of coach me. Got it. There was that component. They had people, they had a guy named Charles knock on my door when I was in college and gave me a thousand dollars to go to school. Uh, it's a true story. Mm. And so I called the finance office like, hey, there's this guy walking around campus talking about he's giving out money. He's, he said, is his name Charles? He's, I said, yeah. He goes, that, that's legit. The checks have already cleared for other students. I'm like, well, I'll take it. Thank you. So that, but that impacted me because I was struggling that semester to pay the bills. I was married with a kid and it was, it was a lot of work. So I wanted to 
pay it forward. I wanted to do mm-hmm. something to give back this something that was in my heart. I wanted to make an impact in the world with it. So as I began to think, I said, well, honey, why don't we just write out a check, save a couple hundred bucks a month. We'll do something this year and we'll make a difference. So now I'm going from my head to mm-hmm. my heart, mm-hmm. pulling out what's in my heart, conceptualizing it here. But once it's in my head space, I have to then get a vision of what it looks like out there. That's the foresight piece. Right. How do I make this thing that's in my head and heart that does not exist, exist out there? Right. Right. And so you should have, I mean, it took me a several, a couple of months of trying to build a website Mm-hmm. And then sending that, and I built it from scratch, the same peeralliance.com. Everything there is my work from scratch. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, the the process of foresight and conceptual, conceptualization is made manifest when you write it down. Mm-hmm. I just did it on a website because I wanted to. to uh, so what happened was I started mm-hmm. sharing with a few friends what I was doing and they said, I'm in. I said, wait, you're in? I'm like, yeah, I'm in. So it became kind of this thing that wasn't just me anymore. So now it's okay. There is more of us wanting to do this. So now I have to kind of communicate it to the world what this thing is. And at first we we had to figure out what we're going to call it, the St. Pierre Association at first. We actually filed Mm -hmm. that with the state of Utah and they kicked it back and said, you can't use association for legal reasons. You have to name it something else. So we have to Mm -hmm. go back. This is the foresight piece. Well, what are we going to call it that fits the legal piece is looking at the challenges ahead. We came up with alliance because it was a strong name and and that's what we are today. Mm -hmm. But so it was the process of going into my heart discovering what it is and then putting like it into my mind clear enough to say, okay, Mm -hmm. now how do I make it that out there? And through the typing and building out the website, what I did is I started sending it to people that I was kind of in the circles with. So, Hey, here's what I'm doing. Check it out. If you want to be a part of it. And they say, I'm confused. What is this? Right. So I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to make it clear to the world yet. Mm -hmm. I knew what it was in my heart I had this thing in my mind. I was trying to get it clear enough. So I I ended up making, getting it dialed into our thing was just one or two pages. We had, mm. it was so complicated. It was unreal. It's one of the ways, you know, you're getting the right con- concept and foresight is it becomes simple. Mm. It becomes a one deal, just one page, one sentence. What are you doing? Huh. So, for, for example, the St. Pierre Alliance. Well, what mm-hmm. do you do? Well, we create success stories. That's our kind of tagline. Well, how do you do that? Well, we provide scholarships and performance coaches to students rising from adversity. Done. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. has been said right there. Which, by the way, to the audience, Joseph is one of our performance coaches. So mm-hmm. thank you for serving. Yeah, of course. So brother. with my my property management company in Georgia, mm-hmm. you ready? Mm-hmm. Qual- we, pro- we provide quality homes to qualified tenants. There's a lot in that statement. Right. Our homes are high quality mm-hmm. and we are very selective on our tenants, but we mm-hmm. know what we're doing and we can say it in one sentence. It's very dialed right. in. Right. So the same pair alliance is now dialed in. So it was a journey for me. It took months of sitting mm. behind that keyboard, learning how to build a website. I'd never done one before and putting all the words there and sending it out to people who gave me feedback, like, I don't understand what this is, or what do you want from me? Or what exactly are you doing? That told me it's not clear enough yet. 
Mm. Because it has to be clear enough not only for me to see, but for someone else to see. Right. Now you can actually cast a vision and not just have a vision. Right. Right. And so that's how we we took what's in our heart, conceptualized it in our mind, mm. and then we looked out with our eyes to say, what right. does this look like? Well, I'm not going to have a nonprofit. I was going to do one, but then mm. I found all the work that goes with it. And I'm busy. I said, that's just too much time consuming. But mm -hmm. I found out there's Benefit LLC. So I, I did a lot of research and, mm. and homework and talking to attorneys. And oh, my Lord, the amount of time I spent just to make this thing that people go, oh, that's cool. But they now know what cool looks like because of the work that we've done from conceptualization into foresight. So right. foresight is the... Where, so like, for example, with the St. Pierre Alliance, where are we now? Mm -hmm. Well, it started off with scholarships, but then I got selected to take this coaching program. I said, you know what? We're going to put in coaches into this thing. So here I am. I, I'm eyeing people in this program with this, by the way. You were one mm -hmm. of them. We had a couple of one-on-ones. Mm -hmm. I said, I like that guy. I'm going back after him because you were very good. You were very mm -hmm. good at what you did. And so- I said, okay, we need to put this into place now. So I, I built this little cadre of coaches. Mm -hmm. You guys just said, I'm in. I'm okay. So let's let's go for it. So now the foresight is okay. Here's where we are. What's next? Right. The ability to see what can come. So um, I had to figure out a way to get into the schools now, so kids, mm -hmm. so people can know about this. I called schools. Turns out half of them didn't call me back. Like I'm calling to offer you guys money. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you're not calling me back. But then as I got into it, I realized there's a lot of rules that govern schools getting involved with scholarships and a lot of them mm -hmm. won't do that. Mm -hmm. So they have to have outside scholarships where they say, hey, you can go there, but we're not responsible for what happens kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know that. So there's the, so that's the hand piece. That, so I found what was in my heart. I conceptualized it as best I could in my head. Then I got to say, what does it look like in my hands in such a way mm -hmm. that actually creates impact and starts movement? And that's mm -hmm. the foresight piece. So now we're building more pieces into the alliance through, um, I've got a call this week with the university, uh, mm -hmm. one of the vice presidents for their DNI diversity inclusion wants mm -hmm. to talk about what we're doing. It may be that I can now partner up coach with some of their students there, or, right. you know, what is that going to look like? What are the legalities into this? And so how do we build this thing out? How do we how do we get a funnel flow of applicants? We've had over a thousand applications in 2023. That's right. Well, I had to say, what are the platforms that are making movement here, and how do we get involved there? So the print the, the story is just a story, but the principles is what creates the impact. Mm. So I hope that as you're hearing the story, you're hearing principle, and you're going, you know, well, I'm trying to do this. Well, maybe I need to start trying to do X or Y in my space and see how it works out. Right. So that's in my heart to what's in my hands, the foresight piece of saying how to go from concept to application to actually see it exist in the world around me. Okay. All right. I like that, man. Thanks, Jerry. So this is what I heard, man. And when it comes to foresight, so you, you take it from your mind, right? You wrestle it with your heart. Once your heart and your mind got it together, right? I got a conceptualization. Yes. I have a paint, right? Um, Amy, it described it too, just how you did, right? Say different words, same, same process. And then when I have that, now it's time for me to take it from my mind and heart, make it tangible. And then yes. when I make it tangible, now I have the foresight and you utilized 
your circle around you to see, figure out yes. what could what what they understood and what they didn't. You utilize research, right? Talking to a lot of legal legal or legal, right? To figure out on folks. Oh man, this is really cool. As you developed everything, but you like mm-hmm. you have no idea how how much research went into that. Um, yeah, and then yeah. this helped you with the foresight and moving, and of course, um, a lot of our conceptualization or a lot of our plans are live documents, is what I call them. I was like, it's live, oh, yeah. like things change all the time. So even with the uh, the mm-hmm. servants council, right? I was like, oh, servant leadership, and now it's like it's turning to servant leadership consulting. It's it's, it's morphing mm-hmm. into something else. So it's it's like understanding and having that foresight. Um, one of the things that um. Greenleaf noted was like yeah, when servant leaders, they hold themselves accountable for when they weren't able to see something like they built yeah. it. They weren't able to yeah. see something even at work, you know, they're, they're building something and they weren't able to see something. And they're like, OK, hey, I hold myself accountable because I should have I should have seen that coming. Has there has there been an instance, maybe whether at a work or um, any of your personal businesses where you just didn't see something? And you're like, oh, man. And then like, how'd you hold yourself accountable to that? Yeah. I think the accountability piece is that I am responsible to do the research so that when I step, I take a smart step that actually works. Mm -hmm. And the accountability piece is, okay, I didn't do my work well on that space. So for example, I figured I would just call the universities and say, hey, we want to scholarship some kids. We got some money. Uh, How can we have them apply? And Mm -hmm. when crickets came back, I'm like, why don't you call me back? We're your school needs money. I'm like trying to wrestle through, but there's no way I could see that coming because mm-hmm. I'm not in the space. I mean, you, you mm-hmm. learn as you go, mm-hmm. but, but as, but I, what I did is I began to look into why they didn't call me back. Now I know, mm-hmm. see, that's the accountability. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I know. And so it's this constant learning. And one of the principles that that I've learned is just start doing, You you have to move. It may not be a big step. It may be all research at first, but you have mm-hmm. to actually start moving in a direction and you're learning and figuring it out as you go. And the beautiful thing about it is the more you figure out, the more you learn how to figure things out. Mm-hmm. So you get really, I mean, the cycle of learning becomes a lot faster. I don't know from what I, I don't know what I don't know to, I know what I don't know mm-hmm. to, I now know that I do know what I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That whole cycle goes a lot faster as you get after it. And so I think part of a, a healthy servant leadership model is when the mm-hmm. person's able to cycle through figuring out what they don't know first and then making themselves knowledgeable on it quick enough so they can apply whatever it is they need to know into their system to make motion. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They go, well, I don't know how to do that. And they just kind of stop, but you, you can't do that. I mean, if it's really in your heart, there's an intrinsic driver that's going to drive you to get after it into action. It's just right. going to happen that way. And so, and, and I tell you, it, it energizes you. I mean, you'll stay up at two, three, four o'clock in the morning. You'll get up at three o'clock in the morning, Joseph, mm-hmm. right? Right now in your world, <laughs> um, as you're in Japan and I'm in Italy, it's mm-hmm. eight, seven o'clock here, it's something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it will drive you to action. And it's that constant. So, there's a, I call it the visioning cycle mm-hmm. where I go from my head into my heart to see what's there. Then I go back out and I see what I've got going. I go back into my heart to see what's there, go back out to see what's going. I'm doing this, this spiral, this cycle that takes me a little bit deeper. 
And so I'm constantly going in and out of my heart to my mind, to the outside, into my hands and in back and forward, because I want to make sure what I'm building is actually what's in my heart. Right. Because, because if it's, if it's something that comes from within your heart, it comes from your DNA. It's very meaningful and impactful. It's kind of like birthing a baby. Mm-hmm. I'm, I created this thing. And then how do you scale it? How do you take it to the next level? So I'll pivot to the podcast. I'm going to be totally redoing our podcast uh, colors, brand, mm-hmm. but it's going to be more on point to the what's in my heart piece. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing okay. my podcast for over a year now. And and I've learned a lot. You know, you just mm-hmm. have to start. How do I hit the record button? How do I get the mm-hmm. lighting right? How do I get the sound? Mm-hmm. So if a servant leader is going to be, if if we're going to lead in such a way that's impactful in the world around us, we must take action early, fast, because that time of movement is compounding interest. Mm-hmm. It, it compounds over time because you're learning, you're figuring it out. You're ma- instead of turning right here, you know to turn left here. You know how it used to take me 20 minutes to set up my studio. I had a whole checklist right. to set up my studio. Now three minutes. I know exactly what to do. Why? You speed up because mm-hmm. you you you're you're beyond that step of the of the learning process. So you have to take action, you have to get focused on it. And the intention is this: the overarching goal is this. How do I take what's in my heart? What do I truly want? Right. How do I have the right mindset and vision to see it? Because mindset can hold back vision very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mindset and vision really to good. see it. Mm-hmm. And how do we take the what's there and actually craft it in our hands so that others see what we see? Okay. And that's what you think, man. Man, Jerry, that's really good, bro. <laughs> that's really good, brother. Oh, man. Oh, man. I appreciate that. Right. So, and, and, and it's not just in the leadership space, it's in every area of, of life. So, on, on the podcast, you, I'm going to, I'm going to let the cat out of bed. I'm going to just tell you, mm-hmm. I'm, I haven't made it a firm decision. I got to wait for mm-hmm. my attorney to do her thing. But, anyways, right. I'm changing the whole podcast to the alignment way. Mm-hmm. And, and now you can see why. Right. It's the alignment way and the tagline is we build wealth, we build wealth in relationships, the alignment way with our head, heart, and hands in alignment. And so the principles are true, no matter what domain it be in a leadership role, it's your personal finances, it's your marriage, your dating relationships, your, your whole future. It's the way I believe God designed us that right. we're, we are to be the architect of pulling out what he, the DNA he put inside of us and giving it to the world. And that's what creates a life of meaning, purpose, resilience, fire, mm-hmm. leadership, everything. If it doesn't come from the heart, it's not authentic and it's not, it's, 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 it's a farce and others will see it quickly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's only Jerry, man. Oh, bro. So, man, you just described, uh, 
um, earlier and this in this piece, right? Like, hey, you guys got we got to move, right? It's cool. You might even have yes. these skills or that we understand these skills. You do the research. I think I want to say it's called brain, uh, like brain, uh, like I'm just going to say the word wrong. It's three o'clock in the morning. So y'all, please forgive me. <laughs> it's plasticity <laughs> or something. But uh, it's the uh, it's exactly where our like the electrons or the, the our brain waves where they go through. Right. So like if there's a new yeah. thought system or a new habit that I'm trying to place in, that's yeah. like a jungle. Right. Yeah. I got to cut. I got to yeah. cut my way. Yeah. But as soon as I constantly do this learning cycle that you just talked about, it. then it becomes easier. Yeah. It becomes easier, becomes easier, becomes easier. And then that foresight yeah. skill becomes easier, becomes easier, becomes easier. Oh, yeah. So so that's it. Yeah. You know, man, I, mm-hmm. The, the the term is neuroplasticity, I think you're yes, looking for. Yes, neuroplasticity, and, and, yes. And the way that works is we have all these synaptic end bulbs at the end of our neurons in the brain, a, a ton of them. And as we learn something, we actually create a connection between one synaptic end bulb, which sends a chemical across to the other one, and it creates a connection. It's a neural pathway at that point, and that's how you learn new things. Well, as you act and you're acting out your vision, you're actually learning your vision at that time. You're actually learning how to manifest that vision, rewriting the neural pathways of the brain exactly. so that the, the, the framework to see it now becomes more uh, enabled. That's that foresight piece. Mm-hmm. Because, because if you can get from a to B, you learn how to go from B to C right. in that given space, mm-hmm. you become aware that C is even a thing. And then you discover C and you mm-hmm. make that connection. And now you, you go from C to D. Right. I got you. Yeah, brother. Man, so let me ask you this, Jerry. One of the things you said was, hey, you got to move. And, and and one of the things that folks will probably stop moving on is like, I don't know how to do that, right? Yeah. Um, what other things do you see that would probably stop people from having good foresight? Uh, limiting beliefs, hands down. Mm. So our, our mindset, so here's a good one. Uh, so of course I host a podcast that talks about money and relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So I asked a, a friend of mine, just the other day, I said, I won't say his name because he might hear this show. I don't want to call him out, but <laughs> he'll know who it is, though, when I say it. But I said, hey, man, do uh, you think you'll ever be a millionaire one day? He's 38 years old. He goes, no. That right there is a mindset issue. Now, ask right. me if I'm going to be a millionaire someday. Right. Ask me if I'm going to have 10 million someday. Mm-hmm. There's a strong possibility to have 10 million one day. Right. Not that I'm greedy and rich, you know, mm-hmm. and then it's, it's a, but what I'm trying to point out is a mindset issue. The moment he said, no, you're not going to have no million dollars. Exactly. It's just not going to happen. So limiting beliefs and limiting mindset. Mm-hmm. So part of, part of the work that needs to be done is mindset orientation. It's how do we put in the right context for thinking in our mindset so that we can see through our eyes from our mind into the mm-hmm. world. Like, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the it's called, there's a song called dreaming with your eyes wide open from the sound from, from the, from the show, uh, the greatest showman I'm dreaming with mm-hmm. my eyes wide open. That's interesting that they put it that way. It's a deep and profound statement because that's exactly how we're supposed to dream. And here's what I told my wife. I said, honey, mm-hmm. I'm going to be up late tonight. I can't sleep. She, and this, and no, it wasn't my wife. It was someone else. They said, well, if you don't sleep, you won't be productive. I said, oh no, you don't understand. This is what I replied. Mm-hmm. I said, when I dream with my eyes shut, I forget what I learned because mm-hmm. I forget the dream. But when I dream mm-hmm. with my eyes open, I will remember it forever. 
because I'm aware of what I'm visioning out and trying to figure out. And there was a season where I was staying up till three o'clock and getting up at six to go to work. And I was, I was on high, you know, Mm. I was on a high because of just all the great things that were going on in my life. I couldn't sleep. Mm. That's a great problem to have, you know? And, uh, but, but it's a mindset issue that Mm. will limit what we can see. So answer the question, honestly, to our listeners out there, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do you see yourself being a millionaire someday? Yeah, yeah. Be, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, be yeah, honest yeah. with yourselves yeah, on the other yeah. side, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, and, and how you answer that mm-hmm. is going to determine your mindset. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, though, what's interesting is when you start to practice growing your mindset, some you're training yourself how to see the world differently. Right. And once you see yourself in the world differently. Now you're ready to impact the world differently, but you can't see beyond your eyes with, without the mindset to look differently at the world. Right. In other words, you won't see past your nose. Right. Jesus put it this way. He said, let the blind lead the blind. Man, Jerry, you are fired up this morning. Or oh, for me this morning, I, I, bro, you, you got me fired up. Why are you even coming to work? Well, well, you got you got some good questions. I think this is the kind of stuff we need to be talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's why you exactly. have the service counselors. Why you have this yeah. podcast? Well, I got mine. I mean, mm-hmm. different veins, same concept, same conversation we need to have because right. too many people will live a meaningless life because they don't take the time to discover their DNA, the way God made them, and what they're capable of, and they're too scared to go for. So, one of the limitations I was hoping you would ask: How do you get from your heart to your head? Mm-hmm. You went from your head to your hands, which is great. Mm-hmm which mm-hmm. is great because we're talking about mm-hmm. foresight. Right. And, but one of the things that I get away from, from between your heart and your head is your emotions. You're afraid. Right. You just, you, you know, well, what, what would people say? And I, I don't, mm-hmm. and there's so much that happens to prevent you from even connecting your head and your heart. So you got to learn how to do that work first, but then there's a whole new skill set to go from your head to your hands mm-hmm. and I mindset, like mm-hmm. mindset will make or break you. And and I'll tell you this, the moment you begin to grow your mindset and change your mindset, one of the first things that's going to change in your life is your friend group. They will start treating you differently. You will start interacting differently. You have some relationship problems and give it about two years when you don't stop. Next thing you know, you love them, but you've left them. Yeah. And you have to be okay with that, man. You change, bro. What happened? Mm-hmm. If any of you came from this kind of the streets where I grew up, you know, man, what's man, what's up? You changed, man. You what? What? what oh, you now you all educated using them big old yep. words. They start putting you down because <laughs> you chose to read a book and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. So when 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 the and I was having this conversation with my wife and and just my own personal reflection in my own life, right. like I changed friends and I love my friends, but it's like. I cycle and it sounds bad. It, and, and I wonder, I'm asking myself, honestly, right. is it something, and this is the word I asked my wife today. I said, honey, is it a, something bad with me or something good with me? That's meaning that's creating this frequent changes in friend groups, mm-hmm. or close friends that I live nearby. And mm-hmm. my and I had to look and say, here's where they, and it's not that they're bad people. I love them. Right. They love me, but I am changing. And the friend that was their best friend or was their close friend is not that same person anymore because I'm doing work up here in right. my headspace. Right. And so, and, and you have to be okay with that. I mean, it's not that anybody's bad. It's not a moral thing. Mm-hmm. 
where I'm wrong, you're wrong, you're right. No, it's you, if you're doing it right, you mentioned it earlier, neuroplasticity. If yeah. you're continuously growing, you are changing. If you're changing, you are more than likely change your relationship to your friend group until you have a completely new friend group. You'll start finding yourself walking with people who can see what others cannot see. And that's what makes you influential. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that, Jerry, man. Growth mindset, growth mindset. So Very limiting beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Limiting beliefs, man. When you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's, that will stop. That will stop conceptualization right there. You won't even go, you won't even have to worry about foresight because you have a limiting you belief about it. And that's a perfect example. Hey, do you think you can be a millionaire? That's a perfect example. Yeah. Perfect example. Oh yeah. man. So yeah, yeah. You, you, like so you got me fired up. <laughs> Yeah. Now you ready? Notice the difference. Notice the difference. Because I asked the question, do you think Mm -hmm. you want to be a millionaire? Mm -hmm. That appealed to the mindset space. Mm -hmm. Now, what if I said, do you want to be a millionaire? That appeals to the heart. That appeals to the heart. Mm -hmm. So if I said, well, do you want to be a millionaire? Yeah. Well, do you think you ever be one? No. Okay. There's a disconnect there. So what do we need to do? Okay, now is it even possible to become a millionaire? Well, the answer mm-hmm. is for most people under age of 40, yes, it is more than doable to become a millionaire. Well, yeah. you don't know my and all these excuses, that's your mindset right there. Limit, yeah, limit it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The moment you make an excuse, that's a mindset issue. And so you have to do the work in your heart first to get your head and heart in agreement where your mind can begin to see a way forward to make what's in your heart become a reality. Right. Then as you put in the work, you begin to see it in your hands. And that once you start to see it in your hands, that's foresight becoming reality. Right. That's foresight that you have caught up to. Mm-hmm. We have we have met that place of what we wanted to see at this point. Now we have to look into the future of what's next. And that's where it gets fun. Yeah, man. Man, I hear you, Jerry. So Jerry, uh, for our listeners, bro, there's <laughs> so much wisdom in this. So much wisdom in this. Uh, would you have any, I don't know, recommendation readings? Right, because this is how I see foresight as well. Is like, um, I tell folks, you know, wisdom is being a scholar of research and a listener of experience. Doesn't really require too much talking, right? <laughs> if I'm at, if I was talking, it's questions. Like, so I'm always doing research. I'm always doing research. I'm always doing research. Um, I'll even take it to the military perspective. Like, hey where we're at today in this world and we've got three battlefronts that are happening worldwide right now like uh, if you're if you wear this uniform you probably should be studying previous wars just that's oh, yeah. foresight right that's right that's yeah. scholarship yeah. <laughs> like you probably should be doing it so um uh, for this skill um did you come across any books or uh, maybe uh, youtube videos or anything like that that kind of helped you develop that skill that neuroplasticity <laughs> a little bit more yeah. Yeah. I would say Think and Grow Rich is probably one of the best books on how to think mm-hmm. and actually grow rich. Mm-hmm. And if and depending on where your mindset is at the time when you read it will determine how you experience the content of the book. Mm-hmm. So just know that. But if you listen to folks who have become millionaires, folks who are multimillionaires, mm-hmm. And a lot of them, you ask them what books that they've read, that one will be on the list because it's the mindset that drives the behavior. It's 
it's what's in your head that you one that you one day hold in your hands. So I would definitely lead you to uh, think and grow rich. I think it's right. Napoleon Hill. Yep, Napoleon and just Hill. just yep. camp out. Just just camp mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. And and if there's something that rubs you the wrong way, ask yourself why is this rubbing me the wrong way. Don't get critical of the book. Get critical of yourself. So, yeah. Use the book as a mirror to kind of self evaluate where you are. And, you know, because some of the content, you know, like, oh, I don't know about, well, Napoleon Hill probably was a multimillionaire and maybe he learned himself something. And I happen to be doing okay financially myself. And I'm telling you, it's a good read. Mm-hmm. And I got a whole podcast about this. Mm-hmm. So, but that that's one of the books because it's going to change your, it's going to teach you mindset about wealth, but it applies to every other aspect of life. Right. This is this is why you can check someone's credit to see how they're going to be in your marriage. Are you irresponsible with your money? So you made a commitment, and you don't know how to fulfill it. So credit checks. I mean, that's kind of a thing now. I, I didn't credit check my wife, but that's a thing now. Like credit right. checks before you get married. Right. Like, what am I inheriting here? Why? Foresight. Because it's a mindset. It's a foresight. It's a foresight, it's a, it's a foresight bro. It, it is. So you, you're checking their mindset about commitment to see how mm-hmm. to handle wealth. Mm-hmm. Are they faithful stewards? Okay, but then maybe I can make you faithful stewards over my emotions, mm-hmm. over this commitment called marriage. So oh, what about your business? Uh, is your business in debt up to their eyeballs and you want me to invest in you? Well, I don't know because it tells me how you handle things, right? So how you handle your money is an expression of your mindset is what I'm trying to say. So right. if you can work on your mindset in one space, the skill set will transfer to others. This is why when in the academy, when we go to uh, college, we'll do two years of, quote, general studies. Mm-hmm. Why? So that you can learn to think differently in different spaces. That's the whole purpose behind that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, if you're educated well, it teaches you to think about psychology, biology, mm-hmm. physics, mm-hmm. because it's not just the information that's different. It's the way you think about it that's different. That's why you get a doctor of philosophy, yeah. which is the model and frame of thinking of that discipline. It's different than thinking about finance or the economy or theology mm-hmm. or history. You're developing the synaptic involved neuropathways to think mm-hmm. differently. And that's where the value's at. We've got yeah. to expand our thinking. And as we expand our thinking, we open our mindset, we expand horizons, and we can create great things. Yeah. Yeah, Jerry, man. Oh, that's awesome, bro. That's awesome. And I know our listeners are, are enjoying this right here. So if y'all haven't picked up uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, highly suggest it as well. Because I've got that right sitting on the on, on the bookshelf when it comes to expanding expanding our mindset and growing our mindset. And um also wanted to point back to when you were talking about um friendships changes, right? So for that mm-hmm. foresight. So as as for my servant leaders out there, right? Because we want to give back to the community, because we want to give back to our airmen. Um, please note that when Jerry's talking about here is like Jerry is still Jerry. Jerry's still Jerry oh, yeah. from New Jersey, yeah. but his character changed. His character has changed. His if were for him to go to where he is he is at today and where he's gonna go in the future, his Character has to change, and people don't like it when I grew up with you, and your characters oh, yeah. change. Yep. Right. There's very few friends that I have still back from Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> I still chop it up. Like very few, very very few. Right. Because mm-hmm. everybody I grew up with on 103rd or Dun Ave, like I, my yeah. character has greatly changed from that time frame. Still the same kid, 
still the same young man, if you will. Um, still my so soul DNA. Yep. Just how it's, it's experienced, how it's given to mm-hmm. the world is more refined, mm-hmm. is more focused, more laser beam, more educated, more yeah. uh, just better. And and I've got a lot more to go. Mm-hmm. I've not reached the top at all. Facts. Yeah, but me too. We, we have to be in the transformation process ourselves if we're going to lead transformation around us. Exactly. That's really good. That's really good. Man, that's really good. Man. Jerry, man, they better never put us on the same base, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> they better not put us on the same base. Yeah, brother. Because that base is going to experience something totally different. But, oh, man, Let I appreciate be. that. Oh, my goodness, Jerry, I appreciate that. So, hey, man, um, so as we uh, as we wrap up, right, um, one, do you have any questions or comments for, for the listeners out there? And then, two, how can they find you? You can find me on Instagram and mm-hmm. YouTube. If you'll search Jerry St. Pierre, or if you'll search at Alignment Way, all one word, you can find me there. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. And do you have any questions or comments for the for the listeners out there? No, I just want to encourage you to take the journey. Take the you. journey. Uh, stagnant life is a very, um, is an option. But to take the journey we've been talking about on the show today, Mm-hmm. is an option that I think is the preferred option. It's worth it, it but is. you got to get up and get after it. Get up mm-hmm. and get after it. Get up and get after it. Go get it. Go get up and get after it. Get up at 3 a.m. in the morning mm-hmm. like Joe's and get after it. Get out. It's worth every bit your life. You'll be energized. You'll be full of energy and, and, and passion and drive and and it'll it'll motivate you to do stuff that you wouldn't want to do on any other occasion because mm-hmm. your DNA is you're finally giving the world who you are the way God right. made you to be. Right. I appreciate that, Jerry. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's, <laughs> yeah. So listeners, hey, so for my listeners out there, y'all heard him. Check out Jerry, man. Um, he has a lot of wisdom out there. He has a lot of passion uh that he is trying to give out, right? Because he understands his DNA, he understands his purpose and uh when you when my when I run into the individuals that are like running in the same way, obviously, if you ever ran a marathon, uh, you want to run with them, right? So, so yes. I appreciate you, Jerry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So today, you, in, in closing, yes, sir. In, in closing, I hope we all can see the ability of foresight's importance in our lives and communities, right? And growing our our mindset, making sure that we have that circle of friends that we can run that foresight through that we're researching that we're constantly growing our mindset right um with the books in our next episode we will be looking at the following domain of servant leaders which is the stewardship domain and we can expect that episode on or around 7 december uh, 2023 Uh, and my hope is to have one of my other big brothers uh, mr scott garricky so he's a previous pilot he's a gs14 in the air force he's about to retire and he's like one of the other servant leaders that i know and i'm just extremely happy that i work for so with that um, as always thank you thank you everyone for tuning in today's show jerry thank you so much for coming on to the show i know it's late in italy early in japan <laughs> it's a worldwide worldwide episode but i hope that everybody today feels encouraged with our stories that we educated our listeners with the academics and that everyone feels more empowered to practice the foresight domain within servant leadership. So until next time, family, much love, be blessed, peace.